Alabama barely won and should not have beat Auburn, but they did because Auburn is what a six and five team that played like a six and five team. It's fourth and thirty one, and you let them score a touchdown. Okay, guess what? They're six and five. That's how they played. Then you beat Georgia by three, and did Georgia look very good on Saturday? No, they didn't. Alabama literally let Georgia come back. And if Georgia would have played better defense, which obviously they didn't have a very good defense, probably win that game, right? So is Alabama really that good? No, I don't think so. Do I think the committee helped them out? Yeah, of course. What is up, everybody? It is a win is a win podcast here with your host, H double, Sam Cookie, and Maddie B. We are very excited for today's podcast. Um, hopefully, a lot of good debates as well today, because I think a couple of us on this panel have uh, different viewpoints and different thoughts about different things. Uh, and without further ado, episode forty three is going to be a banger. It is talking about the CFP selection, those teams that made it, and didn't make it or should have made it. We will also be talking about our winners who we think will actually win the championship. And lastly, you'll talk about the Heisman winners as there are four finalists. Um, one of them surprisingly has been left off the list. We will talk about that as well. And um, I'm pretty excited for today. I think it'll be a really good podcast and bring a lot of energy. Um, anyone else want to bring anything up before we move on to the first topic of the selections? Yeah, I would just like to shout out that Matt and I's combo dynasty league that we co-owned together. We clinched the regular season championship and a first round bye, and we are nine and four now. So I just wanted to give us some props. We scored 209 this week with a quarterback who scored 12. So Feeling pretty good about that. So just wanted to shout us out. Another regular season championship for Matt, which also supposedly he won our friends league again as the number one seed. I haven't looked into it. He said he has. So another another regular season ship for Matt, it looks like. What's new, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, if you're talking, are you talking about the, the, the friends that we're all in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've won it already. Oh uh, well, I I haven't looked at the standings yet, but I thought it'd be like Kevin or Charles. Uh, I think Charles uh, beat me. So, yeah, I mean Charles, you can look it up right now just to make sure. But um, yeah, I I won both. This uh, great, this, good to know. This last week of football with the Chiefs losing and my fantasy team losing too, I I have uh. Kind of taking a moment not to pay attention to it, so I've I've been a little off on the rankings for at least our fantasy league. I'll wow. just say I should not be fair weather, fair weather fan. Wow. Sometimes you just gotta lay your head low and take the L. I shouldn't be taking L's, but I've just accepted it at this point. There you go. Ready. We're ready. Okay. First topic I will announce is the CFP selection. The college football playoff has been selected. I will go in order. We have 
Michigan at the one seed. Washington Huskies at the two seed. We have Texas at the three seed. And the four seed might shock a lot of people, made a lot of people angry. We have the Alabama Crimson Tide as the number four seed. They'll be playing Michigan in the Rose Bowl, and Washington will be playing Texas in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Um, I obviously have some thoughts. Charles has some thoughts. But let's get into our initial reactions to those rankings. Do we like them? Are we excited? Do we not? Uh, opening it to everyone because I've done a lot of talking, so I want to hear from either of you guys. So start it there. Rock, paper, scissors. Who goes first? On shoot. Yeah, on shoot. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. All right. Oh, there's some. Sam, you go first. Here. You go first. Oh, me go first. Yeah. Okay. Matt, I'm sorry. That was between Sam and I. I saw you trying to sneak in there. Oh, but yeah. since I won, I choose Sam, you go first. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, I can't agree more with what Matt was saying. There was a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, people not very happy when uh, the playoff committee made the decision for the four teams to make the playoff. It was a pretty crazy ride, especially these last couple weeks in college football. Um I mean, personally, I'm okay with uh, the ranking for how the, the top four was decided. It definitely is a little shocking seeing Alabama and Texas being the three and four teams to make it in, um, especially over teams like Georgia that I believe um, they haven't lost a game for almost three years from last week. They've been undefeated, and this is the one game that they lost, and they knocked them out of the playoffs. So it sucks to see that, and obviously it sucks for Florida State. Um, I know a lot of people aren't very happy with it, including Matt. Uh, Florida State <laughs> went undefeated, and they still didn't end up making the college playoff. I feel I would feel really bad, especially if I was a more Florida State fan. But, I mean, I totally understand it's a real strength of schedule thing. This is like a one-in-a-million scenario where two teams got hot, at the perfect time they play like perfect games and that's it i see charles and matt laughing and giving faces now i want to hear you guys <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to say? i didn't mean to laugh at you but i kind of was and i didn't do a good job hiding it i i don't think it's a strength of schedule issue for florida state i think it is an unfortunate injury to the most important position in football that happened to florida state because the elephant in the room, and this is not meant to praise Alabama in any way, but the elephant in the room, if Jordan Travis did not get hurt, Florida State is the three seed. I don't think there's any questions about that. And that's – it's even from the committee themselves. They commented on it today. It had been reported already, but they didn't pick them because their offense was didn't look good at all in these past couple of games, especially against Louisville, even though they were on a third-string true freshman quarterback. But they were essentially like, well, they're, they're struggling to, to move the ball. So we just don't know how they do in the playoffs. And that's that's why they're out. And, I mean, Matt and I have had a lot of discussion about this. And really, yeah, my, my main question, I know Matt would agree with this, is why why do you have a schedule then? I mean, you, you play who's on your schedule. And that's what that's all you got to do. And that's what Florida State did. And they won every game. 13-0 in a Power 5 conference. It's the first undefeated Power 5 conference team to not make the cfp it, it really just is a shame all because of an, an injury and, and honestly it was 
the injury itself was on a ta- on a kind of a dirty tackle on a dirty play, and it just decides the whole season for Florida State. I know obviously they've got offensive issues without him. It just doesn't feel right to me because you did that whole body of work, that whole season of work. You did what you were supposed to. You didn't lose any games. Yeah, I, I mean it's it is what it is, I guess. But obviously, I thought Florida State should have been in. I don't understand why they got left out. And it's really sad to see because they did everything they were supposed to, and they still were able to win those last few games without their quarterback. They've got one of the easily the best defenses in the league, you know, or in the country. You don't know how good they could be in the CFP, even with a struggling offense, but you're not even going to give them a chance. And I definitely think they deserve the chance. So, I mean, the 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 Alabama bias, I guess, is is in full swing. The SEC bias, is, as we should say. So, yeah. And and I, I, I want to say this as well. I want to make it clear. Do I think Florida State is better than Alabama right now? No, honestly, I don't. And I, I can agree with that. But you have to factor in the season of work, the body of work. And 13-0 in the Power Five, three ranked wins, I think, three or four. That's got to be enough to get you in the top four. I mean, that that's just what I think. So, Well, on top of that, I think part of the reason, too, why the playoff committee didn't decide uh, Florida State to get into, I mean, like you said, they were the first Power Five team to not to go undefeated and still not make the playoffs, which is crazy in the first place. But I think it was perfectly fair. I mean, uh, it was a pretty good reason with their starting quarterback going down like that. It sucks. I mean, what can you really do about something like that happening? It's football. But the main point I wanted to say about that is I think they really got um, a better idea of something like this happening after last season went and how TCU went undefeated. And they absolutely crapped the bed in the championship game against Georgia. They did oh, not they, want that to happen. They lost in their championship game. What was so, that? They lost they in lost. the they lost in the Big Twelve championship last year. Yeah. Oh, the which team? TCU. TCU. Yeah. Oh, oh, you guys confused me for a second. But um, this is regular season at least. I think. But this is everything. Florida State went thirteen and zero. Like they won their championship too. I think I might have seen what you were seeing, Sam, because I think I saw like comments about TCU being undefeated or something, and I was like, they literally lost in the Big Twelve championship that last year. So I don't know where that came from because Florida State didn't lose in their conference championship. So I think you might just fall victim to seeing those comments because I I did see comments about that, and I didn't understand it because like they didn't go undefeated. So yeah, yeah. no, uh, TCU technically lost the game last year. Before I did not. I did not know. I'll say I did not know that they lost their conference championship, which is odd because Florida State won theirs. But I mean, it it is kind of reasonable, I guess, because they really didn't play well at all. I did watch that whole game against Louisville. I really thought they were going to lose against Louisville, but Louisville ended up being the worst, worst team. So, I mean, they won something in the end. You can give them that. Yeah, the ACC championship. Yeah, they won something, right? They won something, yeah. Conference champions. Um, for me, I have a lot of opinions on this. Um, obviously, am I probably a little biased? Probably, because do I not like Alabama? Yeah, I mean, I don't like Alabama just because they're a team that wins all the time, which is fine. Don't care. Um, 
but a lot of things break their way because people want to see them play and succeed and everything like that. To me, it's like the exact opposite of like what the Patriots did. I'm a Patriots fan, of course, and their dynasty, everyone wanted to see them lose and they did not get breaks their way. It was always, how can we, you know, suspend Tom Brady or how can we get picks and all Right. So a little different um, to me. I agree with the sentiment that my whole philosophy is this. You can only play the teams on your schedule and you can only play with the players on your roster. If injuries happen, they happen, but it's a team game. It's not just a one person playing the game. And what sucks is whenever you see that CFP quote saying, yeah, we don't think their offense is that good. What you're saying is you're disregarding the whole defensive side. So all those players on that FSU team on the defensive side, like, I'd be pissed because it's like, I can't change that. I played defense. I didn't play quarterback and play on the offense, right? Like I played defense and we helped our team win games, right? If you look at the NFL, if Patrick Mahomes went down today and the Chiefs, let's say that the, the season ended today, Chiefs are a three seed or we'll say they're even a two or one seed. Does the NFL say, ah, can't be in the playoffs. Sorry. Your quarterback went down. You're probably not going to win. No, you keep playing, right? You can only play the teams on your schedule. And so that's when that's really frustrating because in life we're told, especially in sports, if you win, you get to play, right? If you keep winning, you play. There's a phrase that says, right? Our podcast is a win is a win. Even if it's a score of six to three, guess what? It's a win, right? You beat the other team. And so that's the thing is, yeah, we want good product on TV and stuff. But guess what? We're going to watch that playoff regardless. We're going to watch it, – it probably was going to be Michigan-Florida State. Are we going to watch that even if we think Florida State's going to get crushed? Yes. Were we going to watch TCU versus Georgia even though they potentially were going to get crushed? Yes, because we did. Now, granted, was it over by halftime? Yeah. But we still watched it and we still remember it, right? I mean, Michigan played TCU. Michigan was supposed to beat TCU, and we didn't. Ohio State almost beat Georgia, and they didn't, right? Even though supposedly Ohio State's defense last year wasn't very good, right? It's like the exact opposite, you know? And it's weird how if people's offenses aren't good enough, it's like, oh, they're not good. But if people's defenses aren't good enough, they're like, oh, our offense is fine. It'll be okay, right? So to me, I really don't understand and like that logic i feel like it's really unfortunate and it goes to the point of you don't need to play a schedule if it, if it's me i'm just gonna schedule cupcakes go 13 and 0 and be like all right we're 13 and 0 i mean because that's literally how it is because i was gonna say this alabama barely won and should not have beat auburn but they did because auburn is what a six and five team that played like a six and five team fourth and 31 and you let them score a touchdown okay guess what they're six and five that's how they played then you beat georgia by three and did georgia look very good on saturday no they didn't alabama literally let georgia come back and if georgia would have played better defense which obviously they didn't have a very good defense probably win that game right so is alabama really that good no i don't think so do i think the committee helped them out yeah of course um do I have a problem with any other teams? No. Washington's 13-0. and 0. 
they won a championship. Okay. Is their defense that good? I don't know. Shows up when it needs to. Is their offense good? Yeah. Here's the thing. Michigan's offense the last three weeks, has it been that good? Not really. Have you played really good defenses, though? Yes. Is our defense really good? Yes. We're 13-0, first place. Okay. So then you have Texas, Alabama, Florida State. What is the difference between all of them? Well, Texas beat Alabama, so they should be in because you beat them. And you literally went to Alabama and beat them. You took a risk. You got the reward. You should be in. Between Alabama and Florida State. Let's see. You have a loss. You don't. Okay. In. It's really not that hard. Um, I think people just wanted to say, oh, we have the best teams in. And granted, if you had Alabama versus FSU tomorrow, do I think Alabama beats them? I do. Do I think it's a blowout? No. I bet you it's going to be probably like 24 to 14. I think that's probably how it's going to go. Um, but at the end of the day, too, Florida State had a third-string quarterback playing against Louisville in the elements in the rain. Where did Alabama and Georgia play? In a freaking dome. Like, where did Michigan and Iowa play? In a dome, right? So there's also that factor of it was raining, it was wet, and you're like, if we win, we're in. So you probably just say, hey, let's run the ball. That's what Michigan did to Penn State, and we're not. And Michigan wasn't penalized for it. They were not penalized for running the ball against Penn State, right? And just so many other factors. I mean, I mean, we'll get we'll talk about this for the Heisman, but he's the quarterback who you say is supposedly the reason why Florida State isn't in, not even a Heisman candidate. To me, that seems preposterous. And also at the same time, second string quarterback was only out because he had a concussion. He has a whole month to get ready. You have a whole month to get your offense ready where you need to be. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what ESPN says, all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, they're a better team. You're, you are correct. As of right now, if they play today, Alabama beats them probably. But do we know that? No, because that's why we love sports. The underdog sometimes wins, right? And so they, Florida State played the people on their schedule, and they won. So they should have an opportunity to earn that loss, right? They should have an opportunity to play for a championship because they did not lose. Now, people might say, oh, well, Liberty was 13-0. That's a different story. Look at who they've played, right? Have they really played any ranked teams or anyone? No, right? Completely different. Florida State, Power 5 school, went to Clemson, beat Clemson. Played LSU, beat LSU, which Alabama also beat. I believe not as bad. I believe it was like a 10-point game, right? So Florida State beat LSU better than Alabama, so okay, right? And Florida State also beat Florida, another SEC team, supposedly that we think is amazing and awesome. Mizzou beat Florida by how many points? Three. How many points did Georgia beat Mizzou by? Three. Okay, where's the logic here, right? It's you gotta you gotta step on that field and play the game. And to me, that's just what makes me just devastated for them. Granted, would I like to play as a Michigan fan? Would I like to play Florida State more than Alabama? Absolutely. But here's the thing. I would have rather played TCU than Ohio State or Georgia in the first round, and we lost to TCU, right? So I mean, you have to play the game. And I think mean, that's the thing that sucks is you take an opportunity from 
college kids who never lost a game that season and told, if you don't lose a game and win your championship, you'll be in. You get taken away because your quarterback gets hurt. And it's a team game, right? There's 11 people on offense, 11 people on defense. It's not like it's tennis. If, you're, if your doubles partner gets hurt, it's like, well, yeah, you probably shouldn't be in Wimbledon. If your, tennis par- if your double tennis partner gets hurt, yeah, you're probably not in Wimbledon, right? Things like that. So that's just a really frustrating thing. I know I'm on my soapbox, ranting, whatever, but I don't think anyone can really argue with any of the points that I've just said. Like, yeah, we get it. Alabama right now is better, but over everything else, from all the other stuff, all the other years, it's just not fair. So, and that's what it is. I don't care what anyone says. It's just not fair. Go, Sam. I feel like you have uh, – I don't – I mean – I don't have a, a big argument towards that. Um, I have other things to say, but I'm not I'm not the biggest college football guy in the first place. So I don't feel like I can make a fair statement towards that. I all I'm just gonna say is I think the playoff committee is really gonna benefit from it being a 12 team playoff scenario next year compared to four teams this year. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous when they introduced that at first um a few years ago. They only have four teams making the playoffs. I can agree with Matt on some points to where there are so many college football teams and there are so many teams that are really good and the players need to get a chance at least so they could they should make a playoff like that. And when there's only a playoff scenario that's so small that only invites four teams, that doesn't really make it fair for anyone. And if you have one single juggernaut team that's really good for years on end, like a team like Alabama, it's not fair for other teams. And I mean, Florida state is a perfect scenario this year. Uh, I'm sad to see it happen. I mean, I feel really bad for players, but yeah, it sucks to see. I'm just glad this is the last year we're doing four teams. Yeah. You brought, that was uh, someone I was going to bring up. I think a lot of this debate can all be settled by 12 teams for sure. Will Mm -hmm. you have, Potential arguments about who could have been 12, 11, 10 compared to who's 13, 14. Yeah, but you're going to have, I think, way less controversy than a, a scenario like this when it's the top four teams. Because, like Matt and I were saying, then you can let those teams that are playing really well, such as Alabama right now, they haven't lost since Texas, or maybe a team with two losses that's playing really well and maybe they win their conference. They like, can right, yeah, they lost- can get in to, as right. like the 10, 9 or 10. You know, yeah. but a Florida State, for example, if if it was twelve, I mean, they could have, they might have still given Florida State the five, but I feel like they well, probably would have given them top four, to be honest. Florida State in the new playoffs, the champion if, of the conference is automatically one, two, oh, three. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you're a champion, you're automatically one, two, three, or four. I'm a, so I'm just gonna in this scenario assume that's not a rule. I feel like if it was this year. They would have put Florida State in the top four if it was 12, to be honest, because they wouldn't have had to, you know, the pressure if they put them at five of they're not going to make it right. They'd be like, well, they're top four because, you know, they get a buy or whatever. So, yeah, 12 teams, I think it's going to eliminate a lot of that. And it's going to be more exciting for sure. And I'm really excited about that. I wanted to, to say, I, I really think also, I mean, I know the Jordan Travis situation, the quarterback situation for Florida State, huge reason in, in this, but. I think also, Sam, you mentioned it a little bit, but the I think the ACC 
kind of is a little bit they view as a lower level conference, even though it's considered a power five conference. And in the flip side, they consider the SEC the king above the other conferences, definitely, I would say, instead of kind of all being in that group, they feel like they're in separate groups, both up above and down below. And it's funny because, as Matt mentioned this, and I remember I sent him this, the ACC went six and four against the SEC this year. So they actually won the series, season series uh, against the SEC. And so, like, you know, and head to, I I know, I don't don't know all the matchups per se, but in head to head, the ACC did win. So, like, I think that means they're pretty similar level across the board. So, maybe, yeah, those Florida State top 25 wins I don't think should be discredited as much as the Alabama's wins so maybe there shouldn't have been any bias towards the SEC this year there there always will be because it's the SEC and it there just will be yeah so I mean it's like it's like to be honest it's like in college basketball is there bias towards the big 12 absolutely I think we all can agree with that there is Mm -hmm. they've been such a good conference um but usually those teams are really good. Just like the SET, SEC, usually those teams are really good. But I think it'd be better if you can, like, notice and look around and be like, okay, the SEC was not as good this year as we thought. And obviously that record against the ACC for the SEC shows that, right? That it's pretty even. You know, I mean, look at – I mean, kind of what, what you've told us, Sam, you know, because you're a huge Mizzou fan, and they actually played really well this year. You know, like they were number nine and. And like you said, if they were in a 12-team playoff, they would, you know, be the nine seed. Um, but, like, if Mizzou had to play Oregon right now, do you think Mizzou wins? Mm, probably not. I, they, they they like to choke in a lot of big games. but I see Okay. I give, think, a, I give them a pretty good chance, to be honest. I mean, do you think Mizzou beats Florida State? I know. I think Mizzou would be at least competitive against a team like Florida State. They, yes. they definitely had a, they definitely had a chance to beat Georgia, and they let that game slide. But I mean, they're still a competitive team. I thought. Yeah, I mean, and so that's kind of my point is right. Those are the three top teams that mm-hmm. are ranked. Now. Georgia's at six, Alabama three, uh, four, and Mizzou is at nine. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the number nine team, eh, and they almost beat Georgia. And Alabama barely beat Georgia. So, like, what's the real big difference between Florida State and all those teams, right? You know, so I think that's kind of where, you know, some of that goes on. Um, but like you said, it, it's frustrating. It definitely, like, this season for sure shows a 12-team playoff is great. It's going to be awesome. And I was watching something, um, and all the other major conferences, even colleges for for sports, there's a tournament of more than like four teams like yeah. volleyball, more than four basketball, yeah. more than four. soccer, more than four baseball, more than four. Right. So I think people were like, why can you not? And then Mike Leach has a thing where he's like, well, D three has a playoff system. D two has a playoff system. FCS, which is D one low also does a playoff system, but we're at four teams. It's like, He's like, what's the difference between the games other than the letter before the number? <laughs> you know, you, you know, or like, like the the let the the number after the letter, right? So, you stole another point of mine that literally the FCS has a playoff system, 
And I know that because Missouri State made a couple years ago. I didn't really know about it, but they had made a couple years ago. So I saw, and I think it's 16. It is 16 teams. 16 teams. And like FBS is only four, which is just. And the first four teams, I believe, get a bye as well. So yeah. So like they have like a whole, yeah, like you said, what's the difference? And and I know people are like, oh, that's more games than the players. But I haven't heard any like any of those players from any of those like colleges be like, man, we hate this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think the yeah. month off honestly is kind of absurd to be honest with you. Between the breaks your rhythm, playoffs, it breaks your rhythm. Like honestly, Alabama's hot right now, but in a month, do you think they'll go back to being the hot Alabama or? the Alabama who barely beat Southern Florida or South Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I think, I think Michigan fell victim to that last year because they had the pick six, they had the turnover at the one and they had something else. Some might've been another two. Pick I six. can't remember two. It was two. Yeah. They had those two, the fumble at the goal line. You know, if you take those away, they easily beat TCU, but those happened and they lost. And, I think that was because of the month off. They just weren't really ready because those all occurred in the first half. I know that. And they, then they started getting going, but, you know, TCU had already gotten a rhythm. So, but they just didn't look ready to play either. So that month off also, I think, is is dumb too. And I don't think they need that whole this whole time off, honestly. I It still doesn't make sense to me, honestly, why they take that much time off. But, yeah, so – it's, 12, it's 12 team will, will help definitely i'm excited yeah, for that it's crazy to, to look at definitely if if in a crazy scenario if i ever were to be in a college football team too i'd rather just be on a less stressful team that's solid but not like great great to where i have to worry about making like a playoff spot week after week i would just rather coast by take a month off and just play in <laughs> some random bowl game i i feel like that'd be the most fun scenario well, yeah, to get you unfocused. Yeah, exactly. Playing in a nice dome, you know. I think one of them, the I think where Michigan's playing is in LA, so you get to go there, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, Michigan's playing in Pasadena. Oh, well, California. So. Yeah, yeah, Pasadena. Still, so you get to go to California, you know, and yeah. Well, other ones get to go to New Orleans and play in the dome there. Right. Um, <laughs> but because we've talked so much about this, and we saw the Heisman and other stuff, shall we do our picks? Yes, I was going to say real quick, I want to just give my last thoughts. Yeah, Florida State got robbed. I was definitely upset about it. I'm not as upset now, but Matt and I, we, you know, we sent some some clown emojis back and forth to each other, I would say. I might have sent them some clown music because that's how I felt. Maybe that's what the committee was playing when they were deciding. And I'm honestly questioning if Sam is a part of the committee because I don't know why he thinks Florida State should not be in. But... You know, that's a topic for another day. And well, the last thing is that that one, what, like, is it governor or some Congress guy who wants to sue? Governor. Uh, this. Governor. He wants to sue yeah, the, the CFB or whatever over, over the snub. And I'm that's like, crazy. Low key, I feel that energy right now. That, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, that's not going to, you know, there's no argument. Yeah, that, right, but right. it's it's pretty funny still. It's it's funny to see, so definitely. But, um, but do you uh, get to the next topic? I think this one will be good. Um, we have about 15 minutes for this and the Heisman stuff. Um, let's go through our picks. We'll pick each game. Um, we'll do Michigan, Alabama first, and then Texas, 
uh, was Washington second because that's also how the games will be played. And mm -hmm. then, so let's get Sam's opinion first. We'll go in a little round robin. Michigan or Alabama and why, Sam? Well, um, I think you did a pretty good job explaining it, Matt, when you were saying uh, that the month off that teams get right after they finish their last or finish the championship game until the first playoff game is a little ridiculous. I believe the NFL only gives teams two weeks until the playoffs start. It's only two or one. I think it's it's one. It's not even – I think it's one. Is it one or is it just straight I, to the wild card? I think, I think it's – I don't know. All I know is they they only get a two-week time off period for the Super Bowl. going to the Super Bowl, and that makes a lot of sense. When you're just playing a playoff game, I don't think it needs a month. Um, I mean, I don't – I'm not a fan of Alabama either way. I don't like Alabama. I, I do respect their game, at least. They have a solid team, but I don't think they're going to ride that momentum after winning the their own SEC championship. That was a great game. And then the game that you were talking about, the game against Auburn, it was awesome too, but it was against a 6-5 and five team. I mean, you can't really put a whole lot of a credit towards that. I mean – I, Michigan is a lot better team on paper, I think, too. Um, J.J. McCarthy is one of the best quarterbacks. I won't say he's the best quarterback, but he has a really good um, head between his shoulders, and he has a really good O-line. Defense as well, too. Defense is spectacular. I mean, I can't really think of a year that Michigan's defense wasn't at least above average. That's And that's saying something. So I would definitely have to give it to Michigan. I have a little, little fun fact for you guys. So, if I win the Fantasy League Championship this year, which is probably not going to happen, but if I do win, then Alabama is going to win because the two years that I have won in Fantasy, Alabama has won the National Championship. You go back to the 2015 season, 2015-2016, when they beat Clemson, I won Fantasy that year. And then the 2020 COVID season, they, they won the championship that year, which I won fantasy. So just go ahead. If I win in fantasy, go ahead and place your bets on Alabama to win because that's going to happen. So I just want to give you guys a little heads up. But in all honesty, I honestly have it. I think this game is. I think this is it's tough, to be honest, because I, I obviously I'm, I'm in Ann Arbor, so I got to watch what I say. I'm literally in Michigan. I'm I'm in the, the country of Michigan. I know they beat Ohio State, Penn State. I wasn't as high on the Big Ten this year as I as probably a lot of people. So I feel like Michigan wasn't challenged. But thankfully, they had these games against Penn State and Ohio State to give them a challenge. Because that was my one concern with Michigan. They weren't really challenged all season. They had a pretty easy schedule until the last stretch. Now... Sam, I, I disagree with you on J.J. McCarthy. I think J.J. McCarthy's solid. He's very talented. I don't think he's that good. He's just not developed yet enough, but I, I think he's definitely a talented quarterback. But he's I, I, I'm a little iffy about him. Like, just right now, I, I think he can be really good. But Michigan's offense, like Matt said, it, it is a little suspect. They, they obviously have a run game, and that can get you far. And they have uh, Roman Wilson – Really, really good wide receiver, one of the best in the country. Alabama is coming in hot. I think their quarterback has figured it out. 
he's obviously he got benched i remember and he came back in and really figured it out i think this is going to be a, a low scoring game i'm gonna i i think michigan should win i think they should win the, the cfp to be honest and maybe this is the year they do it but i something's telling me that alabama is going to beat them i think alabama is going to win in the in a game that's in the 20s to be honest because mm-hmm. I, I think the offense both has some some holes, but defense Michigan's defense is really really good. Alabama is going to struggle to score, but I think Michigan's not going to put much more up, and I think it's going to come down to like a field goal. Or I think I'll I think Alabama's going to win, yeah. But they, I just don't can't fully trust Michigan. So I'm sorry, Matt. I think you're. This you're... was a, this was a tough one. This was a hard pick for me. The other one game was i think was a little easier but this one was hard so yeah i think definitely alabama's a hard matchup um i was gonna say i do not trust alabama's offense like at all um yes they put up 27 points against georgia um but is georgia's offense or defense really that good uh no the past three weeks or the past four weeks uh, Michigan has played the number two, number three, and number four defense in the country. Um, Alabama hasn't sniffed a defense that has been that good, I guess, Georgia. Um, but outside of Georgia, they have not sniffed anyone as good. Uh, Michigan's the number one scoring defense as well. Um, and they show up in big games. Also, Michigan hasn't had their coach for basically half the season. And I think that really can change a lot of what goes on. And they played in some big moments, uh, played some big games, and did really good things. I'm going to say Michigan beats Alabama by a touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, But Michigan beats them by a touchdown uh, or two. Just because Michigan has to represent for the Big Ten Pac-12. That's the Rose Bowl, you know, so – uh, I think Michigan beats Alabama. So Michigan will play in Houston. So the next one is Texas, Washington. Who do you have? Are you going to me first? Yes, sir, Sam. Gosh, man, on the pedestal yet again. Um, well, I mean, I would agree with Charles that I think this is the less competitive of the two games. Um, I don't know. I, I might be debatable in saying I'm thinking the opposite way towards uh, the outcome of the game. I don't think the Longhorns really have a chance, honestly. Um, Washington is the ultimate Cinderella story. I'm I'm totally in their bandwagon now. I know earlier in the season when Charles was making his early college football picks, I was kind of iffy on Washington. Thank you, sir. Thank you. At this point now. Lay it on me. Yeah, I, I'll have to. Um Michael Penix is he's certified himself as a true dog in the game. I personally, it's not really a hot take. I think he's the best QB in college football right now. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think it's gonna be competitive. I think Penix is going to carry his team to the championship, and there will be sunshine and rainbows at the end of it. It'll just be amazing. It'll make up for all the the controversies with Florida State and. <laughs> or, and everyone else that didn't make it in, Penix will ride us through. We need another purple team in the championship, right? We had TCU last year, so. Yeah. 
Hopefully like, not like how they ended up, though. I, I think Matt should become a Washington fan because at least this season – I, I, he could, he might say he is, but I think Washington embodies this podcast. A win is a win. Cause I think the last like six weeks, seven weeks, honestly, since the Oregon game, Washington has defined a win is a win. Genuinely, I, I kid you not. They've just find ways to win. And obviously, going into the Pac 12 championship, minus or they're 9.5 underdogs because Oregon. For example, they beat Oregon State 31 to 7, right? Washington beat them 22 to 20. And then Washington, who beat, uh, let's see, what was another one? Like Utah, they won 35 28 by a touchdown. Oregon beat them 35 6. They crushed Arizona State. Washington beat Arizona State 15 to 7. So they, you know, going as huge underdogs. And guess what? They beat Oregon again. By three points again, because they just find ways to win. And Texas is a four-point favorite as we speak. And because of that, I have to go Washington. Because if Washington was favored, I think I would have picked Texas. And am I being superstitious? Yes. But Washington just finds ways to win. They're they're underdogs this game. I have to pick them. Because I think they're just going to find a way to win. It's just what they've done this season. I don't know how they keep doing it, but they keep doing it. I thought maybe the Pac-12 championship would be the end of it. No, they're they're not done yet. It, I, it might be destiny for them to win it all this year. Michael Penix has gone through a lot. Six-year quarterback, ton of injuries. Maybe maybe they they win it. They ride into the sunset, like Sam said. But I, I think they beat Texas probably by like less than seven points. That's all I know. That would be a real. That would make for a real storybook ending to to close a chapter for the whole Pac-12 and all yeah, exactly. Yes, Pac-12 this year too. That'd be amazing for them. Well, we can't pick our championship just yet. We gotta. Let yeah, not yet. Too, but last thought, it personally, it wasn't the Pac-12 team I thought it would make it, but that's okay. I was being a total bandwagon fan and saying Colorado would do good this year. They sucked. That's okay. <laughs> Hey, Matt and I thought Washington State was going to be really good, and literally after we said they, that, they went on like yeah. a seven-game losing streak. So yeah, it was we just wild. we're jinxing teams as we talk, I guess. So you gotta be careful what you say. Apparently, for me, my heart wants to say Washington, but my mind is saying Texas. Um, I think this game is also dead even. Uh, that line is garbage. It should be even. Um. Because I really do think that both those teams are even. Um, I am going to pick Texas, though. Um, I like Sarkeesian. I like the way he knows how to use an offense, get around all that kind of stuff. Um, They did lose to Oklahoma. That's a rivalry game. Uh, That one's pretty easy to lose. Um, And lost it on last second touchdown. Like, okay, whatever. And then they destroyed literally everyone else. Um, so I'm going to go Texas. I think it'll be Michigan Texas national championship game. So I will say I'll just give a quick pick. I think Washington wins it all this year because, like I said, they just find ways to win, and a win is a win, and they define us as a podcast. So I have to pick them. I picked them to make the CFP early on. So you I- have a. So you have Alabama, Washington, Washington winning. I do. 
they're probably gonna win by three points against Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably gonna probably. win. Yeah, their combined wins and the the game will be no more than ten. That's for sure. Yeah, they're not gonna and blow then, anyone out. I know that. And then Sam, you have Michigan, Washington, Washington and then, yeah. I mean, I can't disagree with Washington. Uh, I mean, it would be amazing. I just really hope it's not going to be like a Georgia TCU situation like how it was last year. If they at least put up a good fight in the championship, I'll be happy. My heart wants to say they win it all. I, I'm just going to go well, Washington too. They didn't not? think Washington would put up a good fight in the Pac-12 championship. And yeah, I don't know. True. We saw what happened. I know. I, it was only because Colorado wasn't even there. Colorado got snubbed from the championship. Let's <laughs> not be even bowl game eligible, bro. <laughs> Bowl game, maybe the trash bowl. They're not hot. Um, what you got? For me, I have Michigan winning it all. I think they're the best team, uh, just top to bottom. Uh, might not have a ton of stars, but we just have dogs, people who play. And uh, I like Michigan. I think this is kind of their year. Um, the last time Michigan beat Ohio State three times in a row, it was 95, 96, 97. That 97 one, they won the championship in the Rose Bowl. This year, they beat Ohio State for the third time, made it to CFP. Michigan which, was everybody. So which superstition will win out then, Washington or Michigan? Alex, you, you don't even have Washington in the championship, so I guess you're out on them. But yeah, that is true. I, I do mean, like I feel like Washington. I said my heart wants Washington, but my mind said. Texas. I, so, I told you that. Real quick, though, truly, what did you think the Oregon Washington game was going to be before it happened? What did you think the score would be? Or like an estimate score? I thought it was going to be like 42 35 Oregon. Like a touchdown, but like a last second one. Like nothing like, wow, they boat raced them. Like I thought it was either going to be seven points or three points. Like, going to be honest. I, just, I was just curious what you thought. Oh, real quick before we go into the Heisman, which we are already over time, but that's okay. Because we always go over time, and I don't mind that at all. So I, I did compile compile our CFP picks, which we made after week two. So we cheated a little bit, but I did compile them. I went back and listened to the episode. So, so we'll start with Matt, actually. Matt had Georgia and Michigan, which is fair top two. He had Texas, so he was right about that. So right now he's two for three. And then he had Florida State. And they did not make it, so Ooh. Matt went two for four. That, that's tough. That's CFP picks. Mine was worse, though, I remember. Sam, yeah. Mine was really. Sam screwed me. <laughs> Sam, CF, Sam CFP picks, I don't really think he understood what he was doing by making these picks because it's really <laughs> illogical to, <laughs> to do this. And he really loves loved a conference going into the season, but he picked Georgia to start. Yeah. And he picked Michigan. And then he picked Ohio State. And you're like, okay, you know, maybe if other teams and other conferences suck. And then he also picked Penn State. So <laughs> yeah, he put all his eggs bad. into the Big Ten. And basically they would have probably all had to split. And then the re- other yeah. power conference teams would have had to have lost like twice. So the chance of that were really low. So yeah. Sam was not that, thinking that Penn clearly. State, I I was not thinking for that Penn State pick. Sam, 
Sam was planning for the 12 team playoff. That's what he was doing. Hey, he did shout out Mizzou and they had a really good season. I, I have to I give did, some actually. credit for true. making picking three Big Ten teams to make it, which picking three teams from any conference is ludicrous for four, a 14 playoff. Anyways, mm-hmm. I picked Georgia and Michigan. We all picked Georgia and Michigan. I picked Washington, as it has been famously noted, and I picked Texas. So I went three for four. So I actually did the best. And I got so I would just like to thank everyone for uh, believing in me. I, I take another dub on a win is a win here. And we got the win, baby. Another? I don't know about that. Well, Matt was just not gutsy enough to pick the a packed host school like I did. Well, I said, I said, if if Washington or Oregon can run the table, then they will be in. I'd we also, we also said USC, but I said they were going to lose a, a critical game, and, and they did in, in USC fashion. But we were, of course, thinking they could maybe make a run at it too. But obviously, yeah, it's surprise, surprise. Actually, so I actually am going to expose Matt when I was listening back. He said. Washington or USC is a top two in the Pac-12. And then he said Colorado at three. He didn't even have Oregon in the top three at oh, the time. No. So, oh, because you can't trust Oregon until they get into November, TBH. So, <laughs> you can trust, you can trust Dion now. <laughs> yes, always right here. <laughs> Prime time, baby. Yes, sir. Um, quick, quick but, Heisman picks. Yeah, we'll do some quick Heisman picks. Um, so the four people you have, you have Bo Nix from Oregon. You have Jaden Daniels from LSU. You have Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. And you have uh, Jordan Travis from FSU. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They didn't put him in there. Um, Michael Penix from Washington. Um, so, you know, the guy who, you know, can make or break a CFP team uh, is not in there. Um, but without that, um, who is y'all's pick and why for Heisman? Uh, let's start off with Sam because uh, Sam always gets to go first. Okay, fine, Charles, you get to go yeah. first. Charles is probably. I uh, I my Heisman winner is Jordan Travis. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Are you, I wish I could. Though, wish I could say him. I know Matt. Matt thinks he should be the Heisman, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Probably so. I'll rank him four to one. Marvin Harrison fourth. I I think there's no question about it. Now, the top three is actually really tough, but I'm going to put Bo Nix at three because I don't think they can vote him over Penix because Penix beat him twice. I just don't think the voters can do that. I, I don't think I could. So I think that automatically puts him at three just because he's below Penix because there's no way... Because obviously, I mean, and if you look at stats too, Jordan Travis has the better stats, and their records, you know, are pretty much pretty close. You know, I'd say, but since he lost twice to Penix, can't say Bo Nix. So it's between Michael Penix and Jordan or uh, Jane Daniels. Sorry, Jordan Travis is stuck in my mind for the wrong reasons. Uh, Jane Daniels, let's give him some love, by the way, LSU quarterback. I love Michael Penix. Obviously, I love Washington. I picked them to win it all. But I got I have to pick Jane Daniels here, I think, because his numbers are just absurd. And I think at the end of the day, that's gonna win it out. And they're only you know, they lost to Florida State, right, week one. They lost to Ole Miss and Alabama, three, you know, ranked teams. So they didn't have any bad losses that I think would hurt him. And they did get a couple of good wins. Like they beat Mizzou 
and you know got some other wins yeah, in the SEC. So you know, Daniels did get uh, a targeting; someone targeted him in the Alabama game. So right, he was, yeah, and they oh, were winning. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. that's right. I yeah, thank you for reminding me about that. So he didn't have any bad losses, and he got you know I would say the Mizzou win was a big win. I think that was a a big win. I know they lost three games, but they were all against ranked teams, and the Alabama one's a little questionable. I mean, 40 passing touchdowns to four interceptions with, what is it, 3,800 yards. I'm, I'm, well, I feel like I'm LeBron right now. Like I'm saying stuff and I'm looking at the numbers because Sam keeps <laughs> sending me those memes. Yeah, anyways. And then he had added 1,000 more on the ground, almost 5,000 all purpose. I think he's just below it with another 10 touchdowns. So 50 total touchdowns. I, like I said, I know Penix led the Washington undefeated season. He has really nice stats too, but I think Jane Daniels' stats were just absurdly on another level. And I think LSU sneakily had a, a pretty good year, honestly. Like they could be, what were they, 13th, I think, at the end, right around there. So they could have, if it's 12th team, they could have been right there on the cusp to get in. And so I think that the Arizona State legend, Jane Daniels, uh, should be the Heisman. I mean, those stats are absurd. Really can't argue that. Yeah. yeah, not a whole lot you can argue with that. But um, Charles, uh, Charles is about right with his picks, too. I agree. Um, you can't put Bo Nix up in the conversation of at least top three wow. whenever he lost two really clutch games to Penix. He's not even top three, though? No, no, no. I Well, I, I or say... Or is he at three? He is three, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Three. Bo Nix is three. Um, by the way, a great three. Let me just give Bo Nixus flowers. Great three because he was awesome this year. Continue. Great three. Come on, Charles. You're kissing. Hey, like I said, if they if he, they won the Pac-12, I might have picked him to win the Heisman. To be honest, but Maybe. they did not. So he's he he is a good QB. I'll give him that. But um, Jane Daniels does have ridiculously ridiculous stats. I will agree with that. But I think at the end of the day, you really have to look at this is kind of counteractive to the whole conversation with the top four teams, which you go in the playoffs. Well, you got to look at the winner here. Who's carried your team to wins and no one, except for Charles, no one thought Washington would be <laughs> at this place at the end of the season. And there was only one QB the sixth year. He's gone through multiple injuries in, in his career. It's literally a, like a Cinderella story at this point. If they can make a decent run at least, but I think Michael Penix, he does have a little bit worse stats compared to Jane Daniels, but he'd have to be my Heisman pick. Um, he's definitely carried uh Washington through those all those really close games, like Charles was talking about. Um, one that comes to mind besides the two Oregon games, which were all both really close. Um, the Oregon State game as well, too, when they only won by two points, that was pretty awesome game to watch, too. So Penix is my pick. You did go Michael Penix. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see uh, you, Sam. I'm a believer. I'm a thank believer you. Now. Thank you for believing it in took me. It took me like, what, 16 weeks? But yeah, thank you for believing in him. Yep. So I'm torn. I have the same three and four. Bo Nix is three. Um, Marvin Harrison is four. Great receiver. Obviously top receiver in the draft. Going to be a stud. Bo Nix, because he lost to Penix twice, you can't put him over him. Um, so he's three. Sam's point of winning, very true. And before 
talking about this, I was 50-50, probably going to put Daniels first because just the raw numbers, right? Most valuable, right? That's what Heisman is, basically MVP. How I look at it, though, if you take both teams and let's say you remove both quarterbacks, who do we think would be better, Washington or LSU? In my opinion, LSU is probably a little better than Washington. I mean, granted, you can't really make – That's a tough call. Tough tough one, right? But at the end of the day, I have to say, granted, I'll I'll just say – I'll say Jaden Daniels lost two games because he wasn't able to finish the Alabama game, so that's not fair to him. You know, granted, they're 9-3, and I get it, but he wasn't able to finish, and he was out playing Alabama like he was tearing them up. So let's say he has two losses. I think Penix was a little bit more clutch, you know? I mean, won the games, right? They're 13-0 in the playoff. I'm going to say Penix, for me, is my number one by, like, a point. Like, (laughs) if it was, like, 1A, 1B, if you could share the trophy, I would say share it. But I would say 1A, 1B. And I know they're like, oh, well, Joe Burrow had the same numbers. Well, you're right, but Joe Burrow only had one loss and ended up winning the playoffs. No, they went undefeated that year. Did they go undefeated? Okay, they Mm -hmm. did go undefeated that year, right? So, yeah, I get it. And I get, and I know that Jaden Daniels has the same numbers that Burrow has, but it's okay. Right in the CFP, no, okay. Like, the the thing from, and like I said, I'm obviously the one who believed in Washington, so. I mean, like I said, I'm an Arizona State guy. I love Jane Daniels. If he won over Penix, I'd have no complaints. If Penix won over Daniels, I'd have no complaints. To me, either way is fine, if I'm going to be honest. Like, either way is, is honest, but if we are going to honor, like, the wins and stuff, you have to give it to Penix. I, I know, and I, I I honor wins a lot. I mean, a win is a win, so I, I totally get it. I just – I know you mentioned he was clutch. I think he had a couple moments, but I know like the Oregon game, the first one especially, but they really slumped their way at the end, I would say, but they, and they were gritty wins. And I don't think Penix was playing that good of football. I obviously yeah. think it was enough to get wins and they went undefeated and it was a, definitely a team thing, but I just think he kind of struggled to end the season. And that's why I, I favored Daniels just a little bit because he was so electric because honestly, outside of the Florida State game, which was week one, right? And Florida State, you know how good their defense is now looking at it. They honestly, besides, you know, Alabama, we talk about that he got out, so we can't grade that one. Their only other loss was to Ole Miss, but it was 55 to 49. So, like, it's not really his fault. You know, he put up five touchdowns in that game, but he's just, like you said, Matt, if you take him away from LSU, I, I don't know. Their yeah. defense wasn't that good. Yeah. He was just so dynamic. And, yeah, like I said, before Sam's comment, I was Daniels. Then after Sam's comment, I was Penix. But now after your point, I'm Daniels. Like, for real, either or is fine with me. But Heisman is the best player. Mm-hmm. If you went talent-wise best player, it's Daniels for sure. Definitely. I, I, I def- yeah, and it's I, that's the thing with the Heisman. That's what is, is, you know, it's what you think. And obviously there's voters – that are not us that are deciding on this. And I think all the former yeah. Heisman's get to vote too, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I think so. so yeah, it's just what your perception is. I just think based off this year, I mean, I think LSU was, like I said, a pretty after they've lost to Florida state, I feel like we forgot about them, but like I said, they had a sneaky good year and it's because of that guy. 
I mean, just yeah. I mean, fifty total touchdowns, almost five thousand yards, with a thousand yeah. plus coming on the ground. You know, I just That's think, I mean, like I said, their only losses sure. was the Ole Miss one, which was a shootout. I mean, he did pretty much almost what he he could. You put up forty nine points, you're going to win a lot of the times, and then the Alabama game. So yeah. I just think he edges Penix just a little bit, but if Michael Penix does win the Heisman, trust me, I would be thrilled because yeah. he. I don't think anyone deserves it more than he does with what he's gone through. For sure. But For sure. I think he's probably one of those guys who'd rather win the championship than win Heisman, so it probably doesn't matter as much to him as the CFP, which yeah, is the, the real prize, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that too. But, um, yeah, it, thankfully with this kind of conversation, you can't really go wrong with Daniels or Penix. Um, just as long as it's not Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, I think he's still a really <laughs> talented player, but I don't think he no, can he's not gonna. Three. Don't worry, he's not gonna win it. No. He won't even be close. What if though? What if I would probably never watch the Heisman presentation again if he won. <laughs> never again. I'd never watch it again. Yeah, I wouldn't even compare, care about it anymore. Compare it to like, I don't know. I mean, the the first person I would think of immediately because whenever I think of the Heisman, I think of the MVP trophy in the NFL. It would be really crazy to see someone like C.J. Stroud winning it, too. And for some reason, I think I see C.J. Stroud as like a Penix kind of guy. I don't know why. Oh, OK. Hey, I just real quick. Last last thing to wrap up. I think it's a good one to wrap up on. I'll ask Sam first. When you when you think of Heisman, what player do you think of, Sam? Uh, When I think of Heisman? Just, just the first player that comes to your mind and one and one and only one. RG3. RG3. Good. That's yeah. nice. What about you, Matt? Desmond Howard. Okay. There's well, a lot of good the, names. I mean, Heisman. He's the one who made that post famous. So, yeah. Yeah. It's true. I think, honestly. What would you, yeah, who would you say, Charles? Johnny Manziel. I was between Desmond Howard and. <laughs> but because I don't know him, why Johnny probably, Football. I don't I know mean, why. He's, but... a, he's a college football goat, though. But because I'm a Michigan, a bit at least. I've had that play in my head ever. It's always been Desmond Howard, but if it was, yeah. if it wasn't Michigan guy, Johnny for sure. Just for some reason, I just think of Johnny in the Heisman. Well, I mean, you could think of a lot of guys. That was like, like 11 years ago you know, now, Heisman so that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, same with RG3 too. It's been way too long. But... I, I saw, I've seen RG3 in the Heisman House commercials this year. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty prominent. He he does good. Um, I also think of Baker Mayfield, and I think that kind of goes along with what Charles is saying in the Heisman House commercials because he's always there. <laughs> I, I know he's his NFL. Career, I miss his progressive you know, commercials. I know. Well, yeah, that and the progressive commercials. He's just a, a likable dude. He's he's an absolute dog. He's crazy, too. I like that about him. All right, we got. I hope Matt got off the the steam that he was. Wanting to get off, I I honestly was entertained for those, uh, however many minutes Matt was destroying. You know the argument that Florida State should have been not, you know, should have been in. So I'm, yeah, uh, I, like I I enjoyed this episode a lot. We uh, it's probably a little long ran by me, but it's okay. Okay, it's okay. Right. Hey, it's it's our it's a podcast. You say what you want, man. You say what you feel. Yeah. But this is episode forty three. 43, Sam. That's, that's that, debatable that in that ingrained. part. That's debatable in Get that, that ingrained part. in your head, Sam. 43. Episode 43 of a win is a win podcast. 
we hope you guys enjoyed. I, I really had a good time. I'm very excited for these uh, playoffs upcoming, and I'm mm. excited to see who wins the Heisman this weekend. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if it's Penix or Daniels. I think yeah, everyone can probably argue they're the top two. But yeah, we really enjoyed this episode. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast. We also are on YouTube, and you can check us out there. And Instagram, we posted not too long ago because of our last episode, which was an interview with Dallin Shirts, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. And this is H Double, Maddie B, Sam Cookie. We will see you guys soon. We it's a busy month. Holidays are coming up, but we will see you guys in the future. Peace. Hey.